Hi, I'm Brenda and you're listening to the Little Kingdom Warriors podcast, where we help our kids discover God through play. Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your never-ending list of things to do, but desperately want to invest in your kids' faith life? Are you tired of the same old colouring sheets and seemingly lifeless Bible stories that you're even struggling to sound enthusiastic about? Well, I'm here to help. I'm a lover of all things creative, an ex-primary school teacher turned stay-at-home mum and follower of Jesus. Let's walk this path together and transform our kids' lives with new and exciting ways to explore the Bible and help them become God's little kingdom warriors. We might not have it all together, but with God, and maybe a strong coffee or two, we've got this. Hello and welcome to the Little Kingdom Warriors. I'm your host, Brenda Cortis. I hope you had a relaxing new year and a enjoyable Christmas with your friends and family. Uh, we have just got back from our long stint away. We've been away for about two weeks while Danny was away with us for one week and then I stayed on with the kids at my parents' new house um, in the Sunshine Coast hinterland. So that was lovely, although unfortunately we got a heck of a lot of rain so there I was expecting us to be at the beach every day, but we only actually made it to the beach twice because probably 90% of the time it was bucketing down with rain. In fact, one day we even went all the way down to the estuary, unpacked the beach wagon, got down onto the beach, and then all of a sudden it started bucketing with rain. So we traipsed all the way back up to the car, put everything back in the car, put the kids back in the car, and then started trying to get back out back home and the line was so long getting out of there we thought we'll try our luck again turn around and thankfully the sun actually did come out for a little bit and we were able to have a bit of a play before the rain hit again a little bit later on so that was good so aside from my uh, brief detour then um, explaining what we did over the Christmas break I wanted to talk to you I know over Christmas sometimes Mixing with family and friends can unearth past grievances or past hurts. And I found for myself that a few things happened over the break that I thought I would share with you. So while I was away, and I'm going to be deliberately incredibly vague about this, I overheard a conversation as I went to the bathroom at night, um, someone close to me was having a gossipy conversation with another person I know and some pretty hurtful things were said and I had to work out how to deal with that in myself. The conversation I heard unfortunately unearthed a lot of hurts that I thought I had buried a long time ago. It took me right back to many other moments that I felt inadequate and sort of a bit unloved as well. So in saying that, I feel like over the years I've developed some strategies to deal with criticism and hurtful comments and I wanted to share those with you. So today I'm going to be digging into four strategies to cope with criticism from those closest to you. But I suppose it could apply to other areas of your life, even people that aren't close to you. But the reason I'm saying those closest to you is it's often those people that those comments really sting because you feel like you're you're 
you're most vulnerable around them and they know you more intimately. So those comments really hurt. Whereas when it's people that you don't know as well, you can sort of deflect them a little bit easier, I think. I want to take you back to the feelings that I felt when I first heard those comments. And I'll be honest, these comments have sort of taken me a little while to get over. And I did actually lose a fair bit of sleep that night, sort of dwelling on all of them. So my first reaction was anger, sort of indignation, sadness, disappointment that that person could feel all those things and think and say all those things to someone else. I feel like I felt it all. But then I remembered God. What does God say? Satan wants us to stay stuck, to marinate in these untruths and that's what they are and to become so disheartened that we give up. And I know that this person's intention wasn't to hurt me because, I mean, at the end of the day, they didn't even know that I was listening. But the point is that those comments can dishearten and really get to the core of who we are and mess with it and I refuse to go go down that road I'm not going down without a fight I need to remember where my identity is in Christ and in Ephesians 2:10 it says for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do my number one strategy for overcoming criticism would be that to remember our identity in Christ not in what others say if we stay there in marinating in what other people say we never move forward and we're never going to be stepping into the calling that God has over our lives whatever that might be first and foremost we need to deflect these comments and remember our identity in Christ. Who are we in Christ? And we can also teach our kids these same things and we can talk about the armour of God, his word. We can teach them about what God's word says about them and how the comments that we heard are not necessarily true or rooted in what God says about us. Let's just go over some passages which reflect who we are as a child of God so in 1 John 3, 2, it says, I'm a child of God. In 1 John 2, 27, I'm anointed with the Holy Spirit. Matthew 5, 14, I'm the salt of the earth. John 15, 9, I am loved. John 17, 17, I'm sanctified by the truth. I'm protected from the evil one. John 17, 15. I could keep going, but you're getting the idea that You know, if we can remember who we are in Christ, it makes these untruths just so meaningless because that's not who God says we are and ultimately that's what matters the most. So following on from that, my second tip would be to meditate on God's word. At my darkest moments, verses that were speaking to me about the things I was going through, I had them printed on my walls I had them stuck up where I could see them. Sometimes I would write the verses in a paint marker on the mirror so I could see them every day and I would read over them over and over. And when I felt some of these feelings and these hurts and these lies rise up inside me, I would read over and speak aloud those truths in God's word about what he says about me and that would 
help to try and diminish the power of those words over my life. The third thing I found is singing worship songs. So particularly based on scripture, I found was even better to remind us that God is faithful even when we can't feel it. So some songs that spoke to me when I was going through difficult times were The Desert Song by Hillsong and God of Angel Armies by Chris Tomlin. And those songs became anthems over certain seasons in my life. So I would encourage you to seek out some songs that sort of can help you maybe if the if the Bible or something is feeling a little bit dry just to sort of speak words of truth over you again. The fourth tip I have is to try and empathize with the person who has hurt you and I suppose ultimately you have to forgive them. And it's a difficult thing to do when you are feeling the sting of that hurt. So I would encourage you maybe just to sit with that and as soon as the hurt and the pain has subsided a little bit, as soon as you can to to try and think about why that person could have possibly said those things, not to say that they're true, but to empathise a bit more because when you step into the other person's shoes and consider why they might say it, it helps you to mentally process it. So for myself, I know that this person who spoke these nasty things about me actually had a really critical father and knowing that piece of the puzzle helps me to process that perhaps this person speaks like that because they also feel a little bit insignificant and they were also criticised, so it's easy to revert back to this critical way of speaking and thinking because a lot of their life, that's all they've ever really known. So when I'm able to process that and to think about it, it does make it a little bit easier to be able to process what has been said and to and to be able to acknowledge that they are imperfect just as I am and we're all going to mess up but knowing the reasons behind it sometimes helps me come to terms with the things that they've said a little bit easier. The other thing I found when I was listening to what was being said about me and also my family was that it helped me actually to think about what I'm saying and what I'm speaking about and how do I talk about other people so it did actually cause a bit of self-reflection for myself which I think is actually quite a good thing. So let's quickly recap the four strategies to cope with criticism from those closest to you. The first strategy I mentioned was to remember our identity in Christ and that what Christ says is most important over everything else. The second strategy was to meditate on God's word and to have verses printed out if you can is even better. The third tip was singing songs, worship songs to remind us that God is faithful. The fourth tip was to try to empathize with the person who has caused you hurt to help you to be able to forgive and move on as well. So I hope this blessed you in some way. I would love to hear what you thought of this episode 
If you want to come over and share what you think in the Facebook group, I would love to have you over there as well as any other ideas for future episodes would be great. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey friends, if this podcast encouraged you or made an impact on you in some way, I would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review to help other people find my show. Don't forget to click subscribe so you are the first to know when a new episode airs. Hop on over and join my free Little Kingdom Warriors Facebook community, which I will link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and God bless. I'll see you next time.